1: Locked on Cougars, your daily podcast focused on the BYU Cougars. Thank you for joining us on a Tuesday edition of the show. We are proud to be part of the Locked On Podcast Network. BYU Conference Realignment seems to be an off-season topic that comes up every year with BYU being an independent. We'll talk about that here in the first segment here. You'll hear some comments from college football insider Brett McMurphy of Stadium Network. He was on the Zone Sports Network this morning talking about BYU and the American Athletic Conference. You'll hear from him and his thoughts coming up in today's podcast. And of course, we'll also catch up on everything else going on in BYU News. Today's podcast brought to you by our good friends at Twillery.com. We'll tell you what they're offering our listeners here in a little bit as well but thanks again for downloading the show let's get going this is the locked on cougars podcast for june 25th 2019 Hi guys, I'm Jay Catch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. I work for the Zone Sports Network in Salt Lake City, Utah. Thanks again for taking the time to download the show on a Tuesday. Hopefully, you guys, this day is off to a great start. Your week is off to a great start, and we have an annual tradition that has sprung upon us early this week, and that is the news coming out of the American Athletic Conference with UConn, the University of Connecticut, deciding to exit the AAC and head back to the Big East. That leaves the Huskies football program in major limbo as it appears according to reports that the Conference USA, the MAC, the Sun Belt, no conference wants to take in their football program and seeing as the Big East no longer offers football, the Huskies are going to have to go independent it appears. That leaves an open spot in the 12-member American Athletic Conference and Notably, BYU's name has been brought up by multiple people talking about a potential add-on to that league in terms of BYU joining the league and being a part of the American Athletic Conference. Let me get this out of the way right up front. I don't anticipate BYU is going to join the Athletic, not not the Athletic. Yeah, join the Athletic. That's actually been a very big topic on social media over the recent months and past. I'm joining the Athletic. Let me explain why. No, they're not going to join the American because. I think they value the contract they have with ESPN that is set to be re-upped in the near future, it sounds like. I think they like the flexibility to be an independent and with the current landscape of college sports, they're anticipating another major shift in conference realignment amongst the power five conferences in the next four to five years. So I expect the BYU is going to hold out and sit tight until those conferences really determine what they're going to do with their new TV contracts, et cetera. Now, Brett McMurphy, other reports saying that BYU would be a natural fit with the with the American in terms of being a football-only member. I get that. The only problem, I think, for BYU is you'd be giving up your independence, the ability to schedule who you want, when you want, and okay, who you want and when you want or are two variable terms when it comes to BYU football we all understand that but they can have the opportunity to join the American and have at least eight games set there is that benefit to joining a conference like the American Uh, the American has very much propped themselves up as the power six the sixth power conference in college sports and I get why they do that but Everything to me about the Americans screams BYU should sit tight. Uh, I understand there are good teams in that conference. Memphis, UCF, USF has had their moments. Houston's been in the headlines of late. But I don't see that BYU being the lone Western member of the American being an advantageous thing. I think the closest team to BYU is probably either um, SMU, not SMU, Houston or Tulsa, and those are both in the Central Time Zone. So from the American side of things, I get why they'd be doing what they're doing and courting BYU if they are indeed doing that, calling Tom Homo and the rest of the administrators at BYU saying hey, we'd like to open up this broadcast window in the mountain mountain time zone you guys could do that for us but according to Brett McMurphy, BYU and the American were down this road again down this road earlier in 2013 when the American signed their previous uh, media rights deal and BYU wanted to have more say in terms of uh, getting more money out of the deal, having a bigger brand, et cetera. I'm sure they also rebroadcast rights were also brought up because BYU loves having BYU TV to have those rebroadcast rights. And I wholeheartedly endorse them chasing those two things. And it sounds like the the American wasn't about to play ball. Uh, Of course, this is a similar situation to the Mountain West, where the Mountain West was not about to let BYU join as a football-only member. They weren't going to give them a sweetheart deal, and the reports of those have have stayed with us since last year, even when reports came out that Gonzaga was considering a jump basketball only to the Mountain West Conference, and BYU would play hardball with BYU if the Cougars wanted to rejoin. But as it stands right now, the Cougars are in an advantageous spot. It sounds like the ESPN deal is imminent. There could be as much as a, of a bowl agreement, which is, seems to be holding up BYU's overall deal, where BYU, <coughs> excuse me, if they were to win a number of games, a certain number of games, there'd be thresholds. Like let's say you win six games, you're into these x number of bowl games, you win eight games, you could get into these bowl games. You win 10 or more bowl game, 10 or more games, you could be in these type of bowl games. I think that's the ideal scenario for BYU and it sounds like that's what they're pursuing based on the comments from Tom Homo at BYU Media Day. Will it all play out to fruition where BYU uh, gets that opportunity to really control things eventually? Probably not. If they go into a Power 5 conference, they're going to have to give up some of their some of the rights they've they've been they've come to love. I'm talking about the rebroadcasting rights with BYU TV, the tier three rights control that they have with BYU TV in terms of being able to broadcast things like basketball, women's volleyball, the like, etc. But as it stands right now, BYU, unless the American can show the Cougars that you're making a clear upgrade in terms of the money generated by being a member of the American Athletic Conference, you don't do it if you're BYU, and that's just my take. If the American can prove that, and there's nothing that I've read that proves that that can happen, the new deal that the American has with ESPN and their broadcast partners is worth about $7 million per school. Based on everything I have been told, people I've talked to, people I trust, the educated guess is that BYU is already north of that number, so north of $7 million a year. I've said about previously the, um, the BYU, in terms of revenue generated for 2017, netted more than $10 million in revenue, and I expect that's only going to go up with an improved deal from ESPN. We've talked about it previously that Matt Brown, on his uh, newsletter called Extra Points with Matt Brown, his educated guess is that BYU's new media rights deal, the exclusive deal they have with ESPN, actually will pay them more than it previously did. I know there are naysayers out there saying that BYU's property isn't that good, mainly Ute fans, let's be real, but I expect that BYU will be making north north of what the American will be doing with their exclusive deal, and that means there's no reason for BYU to be like, hey, um... Mr. Oresco, speaking of Mike Oresco, the commissioner of the American Athletic Conference, we'd love to join your conference. There's no point in doing that because if you can make more money on your own, control all that money, you're not just getting a slice of the pie. It's all your money. You have the rebroadcast rights for your tier three rights. You can broadcast the games that aren't picked up by the other networks. That is a win-win scenario for the Cougars. So I think BYU sure, if the American calls, they'll take the call. They'll listen to what they pitch to them, but I ultimately think the BYU is going to sit tight as an independent in football, a member of the West Coast Conference, until the next round of Power 5 conference realignment comes about in that 2023 to 2025 range. So we're looking four to six years out. I think that's when BYU will look to strike big and find out what their fortune is and We'll see. Maybe, like I said, if the American can make a compelling case for the Cougars, I have no reason to think that Tom Homo is going to immediately say, no, we're good, and hang up the phone. He'll listen to him. But I think everything I've read, everything I've studied, everything I've been told, talking to people, BYU's better off to sit tight as an independent for the time being. So there you go. Some thoughts on that. Coming up next, you're going to hear from Brett McMurphy, who I've referenced throughout this first segment. He was on with David James and Patrick Kinahan on DJ and PK in the morning, the show I work on for the Zone Sports Network each day, mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. Please join us. He talked about BYU, why he thinks it's advantageous for BYU to join the American. You'll hear from him next right here on Locked on Cougars. Before we do that, though, do want to remind you guys that today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Twillery.com. Twillery wants to make restocking your closet with your shirts as simple as restocking the soda in your fridge. Easy, simple, and guaranteed with the perfect fit. They offer non-iron, untuckable, and performance dress shirts for as low as $55 each when you bundle or more with free shipping and returns you can try on some of these twills risk free. After all as Twillery likes to say feeling is believing guys I've mentioned this before throughout the previous few weeks that I have really enjoyed the shirts that Twillery sent to me. I would encourage you guys to check it out. They have performance shirts, performance fabrics tailored for the hustle. They have safe cotton. They're better non-irons. They uh, have no uh, cocktail of chemicals like other companies use to create their non-iron shirts. Their process removes wrinkles and chemicals all while improving softness to deliver a hand feel like no other so go ahead try it after all once again feeling is believing I want you guys to check it out go to twillery.com slash locked on use that promo code locked on L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N for $25 off I would encourage you guys to check it out I've really enjoyed the shirts I've gotten from Twillery they'll make sure that you're always looking good and feeling your best when you're out and about in your job or just in your everyday life so go to twillery.com slash locked on check it out Guys, use that promo code LOCKEDON for $25 off. A fantastic deal from our good friends at Twillery. Also, a reminder for you guys that currently NBA free agency is on the horizon. If you're an NBA basketball fan like I am, follow all of the Locked On Podcast Network hosts for the NBA on one Twitter feed at Locked On NBA Net. It's an awesome way to get all the latest opinions from the local experts during NBA free agency. All of it at Locked On NBA Net. More in a moment. This is Locked On on cougars.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the years of best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get zero percent APR for 84 months or up to thirty three hundred dollars off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today that's kabotaorangedays.com.
1: Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for joining us on the Tuesday edition of the show. A reminder for you guys that this show is available on all major podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and the Himalaya Podcast app. Please follow along there. Give us a good rating and review if you don't mind taking but a moment to do that. It really does help us out in terms of building the podcast popularity. Thanks again in advance for doing that. I mentioned before the break, you're going to hear from Brett McMurphy from the Stadium Network here in just a moment. He had some great thoughts on BYU, UConn, and the American Athletic Conference. You'll hear him open up talking about, uh, well, you'll hear Patrick Canahan ask a question about, hey, is BYU and UConn going to schedule a long-term series with the Huskies apparently going independent? And then you'll hear Brett launch into his take on what's going on with UConn leaving the American and BYU's well the rumored interest about BYU joining the American Athletic Conference he also has some thoughts on why it would be advantageous in his eyes for BYU to join the American. so here you go Brett McMurphy with David James and Patrick Kinahan on DJ and PK in the morning on the Zone Sports Network this morning right here on Locked on Cougars So is BYU going to be scheduling a long term series with UConn because the Huskies are going independent in football?
2: (laughs) Um Who knows at this point? I mean, I think you know the people that I talked to, um, my sources with with the various schools at the American, told me that if if they do decide to replace UConn, and that's a big if yes. they don't they don't know that yet, but certainly Army and BYU are the top two candidates. That's there's no question about that. Um, now the. The other flip side is it takes two to tango. There is some question if Army and or BYU would even have any interest in joining the American. Uh, I've I've talked to some folks tied with Army, and I kind of get it's kind of a 50-50 coin flip right now. Um, Certainly no decision has to be made. There's been no offer. They may not even get invited, that sort of thing. So um, I really don't know which way they would go. As far as BYU, I don't have any idea if they would want to do that. Maybe, I don't know if BYU's put out any kind of statement. I, I doubt if they have, but um, I don't know if if they would have any interest. I mean, obviously they've got the deal with ESPN. Um, that's getting ready to expire, and all indications are they'll renew that thing. But, the, the not the funny thing, but one thing to consider with the American is if BYU did go to the American, they would make more money in media rights deals than they are currently with ESPN so that would be a positive uh, a negative would be travel would increase because you're heading east every conference game um, obviously it makes life a lot easier for Tom Holmo as far as scheduling because now you're finding four games instead of 12 and so that obviously would be a lot easier so um, you know I don't know I think I think long term of BYU and Army, I think BYU would be the better fit. Uh, I think they bring a national brand to the American. Um, they also once someone told me they, they also give the American a, a Mountain West time zone um, TV window that they've never had, which is key because now you can have games. You know, you can stack your games, uh, a triple header or whatever, one after the other, um, and BYU would obviously play in that late slot as much as possible. But I do know I was told the last time, you know, the American and BYU kind of did this song and dance that it it got fairly close, but at the end, BYU wanted more, um, more revenue from the TB deal or media rights deal than the other conference members. And basically that's when the American balked and said, no, everyone's going to get the same amount. So would that change? Now, going forward, I don't have any idea. Certainly no decisions are going to be made tomorrow, the next week, even probably the next nine months. But that would be another consideration. But ultimately, I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer. It's more preference. And, you know, I don't, for BYU, they may be happy with, with independence. I do know, you know, if all things being equal, uh, if you said, what would you do, stay independent or go to the American? And there was an offer there. I would absolutely go to the American, and for this reason and this reason only. If you go 10 and two, 11 and 2, and you win the American, you can go play in the Cotton Bowl, the Peach Bowl, or the Fiesta Bowl. If you go 11 and two excuse me, if you go 10 and two as an independent, you're not going to go to those bowl games. You're going to go to the Armed Forces Bowl or you're going to go to the Hawaii Bowl, or you're going to go to the Boca Raton Bowl, because you are not a conference champion. So that's one huge advantage, and I, I would think as far as coach for coaching, if you're a coach and you know you don't have to run the table, you don't have to go twelve and zero to have a shot at one of these New Year Six games, um, and you have the conf- you have the carrot at the end of the stick, and that's a conference title. Um, certainly, you know the American has benefited from that uh, with Houston and UCF playing, you know, power five teams in these in these big. Uh, and these big caliber bowl games, and they've won more, uh, more of those than they've lost.
1: Brett McMurphy joining us, college football insider for the Stadium Network. Uh, uh, you know, people have thrown a lot of scenarios out there. One of them I heard was that Army would come in for football, but they'd bring Wichita State in for basketball and everything else. That that was one thing they were looking at. So when we talk about BYU would you think BYU in every sport, or would you think a school like Wichita State that's got a basketball rep and then BYU in football only to balance it out of 12 teams?
2: Well, w- Wichita State's already in.
1: Um, they already are, they are a
2: basketball-only member. They're all sports other than football. So Wichita State's already part of the American. I think one, one scenario I think maybe I do refer to is bringing in like somebody like BCU to replace UConn on the basketball side. To keep them keep them at twelve. Um, no, I think for BYU, I think it would be football only. Um, I, I don't. It doesn't make sense. And I've talked to many athletic directors, not specifically about BYU, but just about other conference realignment. And they said it makes no sense to put my my women's volleyball team on a plane and fly them, you know, halfway across the country to play a conference game. So yeah, I would say BYU football only makes a ton of sense. I don't think the Americans looking for a all sports member to replace UConn because there's nobody quite frankly out there that they would want. Um, And because of geography, I don't think that works for BYU or the American because the American doesn't want, you know, they don't want to ship, you know, East Carolina's cross country team out to BYU, um, which makes a lot of sense. So I think it would be football only, Um, you know, again, the American has to decide if they want to go to 12 or not. One source I, I talked to, which you guys can appreciate this, said, you know, ironically, we may end up doing what the Big 12 did when they talked about that expansion and just decide to stay at 11 and not add anybody. So it's kind of funny how those things work out when everybody in the American was belly aching that the Big 12 didn't add anybody, when now the American has a chance to do the same thing and they may, they may just decide to stay at 11, but we'll we'll have to to see what transpires over the next several months.
1: This is getting way ahead of ourselves, but UConn in the football conference portion of it competes in the East, and obviously BYU would be in the West. BYU has already had a relationship with uh, what uh, Tulsa and SMU, I don't know if you remember when they had that bloated whack way back when, 20 years ago or so. So they went. I remember working for the newspaper here in town, the Tribune, and going to these places to cover sporting events. So, if this were to come to pass, and as I say, we're getting ahead of ourselves, would they have to realign, make sure that the Cougars were in the West and not the East?
2: Oh yes, yeah, certainly they're gonna they're gonna you know shuffle the deck, do whatever they need to do. They're not just gonna say, oh, we got to put BYU in the East because they're replacing UConn. No, they would absolutely do that. And if they do decide to stay at eleven, there's um, you know I think Mike Oresco, whether they're at eleven or twelve has said in the past that he wants the top two teams from his league to play in a conference title game like the big twelve does um, he thinks that gives their their league a better shot to get into the that new year's Six game um so yeah, so if BYU did come on board, yes certainly they're not they're not going to put byU in the east, but who they would uh, move around for that is is yet to be known but no they're not gonna they're not that hell-bent where, okay, whoever comes in is going to have to take Yukon's spot in the east.
1: There you go. That's Brett McMurphy, and thank him for taking the time to join David James and Patrick Kinnahan and the Zone Sports Network. Thank them for letting me use that audio. But very interesting thoughts from him. He thinks the the overarching reason he thinks BYU should join the American, if you didn't hear it in there, is that the access to the New Year's Six Bowl games. And I understand that. It's a big-time payday, the prestige that comes with that. I absolutely get that. But I think in my mind, everything I've talked to with BYU, talked through with BYU, talked about BYU. BYU is. I think they're in the best position right now as an independent sitting tight until the next round of Power 5 Conference Realignment comes about. But like I said, if BYU gets a phone call from the American and they make a very compelling case, sure, you consider it. I understand that. It's it's a tough gig to be an independent and schedule all these games each year, but I think Tom Homo has absolutely knocked it out of the park in that regard. And it's just my opinion that BYU should sit tight and let it play out. But let me know what you think. Follow us on social Media at Locked On Cougars on all the major social media platforms Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Myself on Twitter is at Jacob C. Hatch, and you also can drop us a line via email if you so choose by emailing us at lockedonbyu at gmail.com. Love to hear, would love to hear from you there. Uh, before we go, real quick, today is day number 65, so you can to count you down towards the Holy War. Our player countdown series continues, and today we're talking about Ethan Natongi. He's a freshman offensive lineman from Bonneville High. School up in uh, northern Utah, and Ethan's got an interesting story. Came back off a mission, wasn't necessarily recruited by BYU to a large degree out of high school, based on everything I had heard. But he is a big body, six foot five, 330 pounds. Served a mission in San Antonio, Texas. Like I mentioned, played for Bonneville High School. When he got back from his mission, he was on social media one day pushing a sled that was crazy types of weight, doing all these workouts. And I saw somebody post about it and say he was going to BYU. And I'm like, okay, who is this kid? So I started looking into it. And he's a walk-on offensive lineman. He's got a brother who played at Weber State, played at Bonneville, played for the Lakers up there in northern Utah. But he's been beset by injury early on in his BYU career. He's had, a, I think, a screw or so put in his foot after a broken foot. He's had issues with a hand injury at some point, if I'm not mistaken, as well. But if he's healthy, he's the prototypical size you want for a BYU offensive lineman: six foot five, three hundred and thirty pounds, maybe a touch on the heavy side. Uh, BYU's really had their guys; they want to sit him. It seems like in the three hundred and twenty range, but the coaching staff's okay with guys if they can move, playing at a heavier heavier weight overall. But Ethan Atongi, he only helps bolster BYU's depth. We'll see if he's able to stay healthy this coming fall and make a move up the depth chart. But if you can get quality guys who want to walk onto programs like BYU, and especially in BYU's case, I think it's very much beneficial. So today, day number 65 is a count you down towards the Holy War, highlighting Ethan Atongi, freshman offensive lineman wearing number 65 for the BYU Cougars. We'll step aside here, come back. I need to highlight and talk about a good friend of mine who's a big BYU fan who is no longer with us. We'll take a moment and talk about him coming up next. Before we do that, though, a reminder, when you are driving to or from work, making your community or just around town all you have to do is tell your smart device to play podcast locked on cougars and we will be right there with you for the drive we want to keep you up to date each day with this podcast all covering byu so when you get in your car tell that smart device play podcast locked on cougars and always stay up to date with the latest in byu news thanks again for joining us this is the locked on cougars podcast Welcome back to Locked On Cougars. Thanks again for joining us on today's edition of the show wanted to take him in on today's podcast and pay tribute to a good friend of mine, a co-worker of mine who recently passed away, and that is Will Smith. Any of you who are familiar with the sports radio scene in Salt Lake City are likely familiar with his name. He worked for the old Zone Sports Network before the Miller organization bought the Zone. Also worked for a long time at KFan 1320 KFAN, and he passed away recently and he'd been of recent note working with me at the Zone Sports Network and I miss him, plain and simple. I I woke up to the news yesterday that he had passed away. I don't have many details. I've had multiple people, multiple people reach out and ask, well, what happened? I don't have details in that regard, but I wanted to take a minute and talk about a guy who was a huge BYU fan, and you're non-traditional BYU fan. Will was an upstanding guy. He had a baby daughter that his entire life was entirely based around recently and is just a great overall human being. Always supported his Cougars. A lot of you guys think that those of us that go into the media, we have to get rid of our fandom. We don't. I'll freely admit, I still have Deep, a deep, deep connection to BYU. I went to school there. I've had family that has just been connected with BYU for multiple generations. Will Smith was a similar situation to me. And working with him at the zone, I also competed against him head to head in a morning show format for a while. But I never had an ill word to say about that man. I want you guys to understand that he meant a lot to the sports radio just fraternity we have here in the state and a lot of people think that we have these grudges against other stations we don't. We understand that we're in a privileged position to do what we do and talk about sports each day, cover these games, etc., talk to athletes, all that stuff. Will Smith, loved radio. He was a good man, a big-time BYU supporter, and I'm going to miss him. Thank you for letting me take the time for a minute here to eulogize him, but I want you guys to, I wanted you guys to know how much he meant to me and I'm going to miss him plain and simple and rest in peace. Will my favorite statement, one of my favorite songs of all time, comes from billy joel and the words came to mind yesterday on the tweet i put out about will only the good die young it's a quote that i love and i want i I thank will for some great times over the years just a great great human being and i'm gonna miss him so rest in peace will smith thanks for all the memories all right thanks again for joining us we'll catch you guys tomorrow this has been locked on cougars for june 25th 2019